Yeah. We're starting, and yep. uh, and I'm asking you, what is it that sustains you? Absolute trust that there is a motive force in matter that is moving relentlessly toward unfolding and becoming uh, that matter itself is divine and I don't think of divine as a God with consciousness that sees me uh, let me just uh, speak about my thought about when people talk about a God that knows everything that I do and is judging that's just like a projection of one's prefrontal lobes that's looking at the self and then a God that is more like a despot or an emperor which is the way people think about le you know leaders oh, you're talking to somebody over there so anyway to, uh, so when I talk about God I never think of a person or someone who speaks or thinks or has senses like a human being, but a process of, of enormous immensity that is the Big Bang, but has a directionality that is still becoming. Because when I think of God, I think of, uh, and I think of the world, it's a imperfect place. So I don't think of God as perfection. And that's a lovely thought. It sustains me if you want to think that way, that I don't have to move toward perfection, that there's no such thing about as perfection, if you look at the universe, and that, uh, that every bit of matter within me has divinity, and I won't say spirituality, because spirituality is anti-matter. There's a dualism, matter and spirit, which is, to me, absolute nonsense. That matter is divine, and matter relates. When you look at the complexity of matter, not only on the molecular and the quantum level, and the cosmological and galactic level, but the incredible complexity, and all of it is relating to something else, all these different forces. And when you look at molecular and, uh, uh, and cellular matter, of everything that's living, that there's, that it, there's something innate, that matter itself somehow interacts and there may be some level of consciousness in matter itself that is so beyond my own personal consciousness and to know that that stuff is living in me I'm now somehow the organized result of billions of cells trillions of neurological connections and bacteria and all kinds of things <laughs> that that are running and all of that is then I'm not conscious of any of that I haven't put all this stuff together that stuff made me it, 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 you know and so I trust that even when my own brain feels I don't know what the F is going on this stuff is still living and it knows more about living than I could possibly know and but then to know that that there's something in me that wants to make a what let me tell you the sentence I use in the beginning of my every lecture I do when I say what is life all about I say we are made to be able to be happy 
in an imperfect world that's endlessly unfolding and we human beings are the local agents of that divine unfolding. So that my personal becoming, let, let alone sustaining, is part of this cosmological thing. We all have that thrust in us. Some of us live it and some of us don't come in touch with it at all. But every one of us is made of that divine matter. And I like talking about uh, matter when so, I... So I'm me, sorry, am me, I talking me, too much? No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. What I want to do is, uh, before you know, I get in on a... You know, just to try and summarize a little bit of what I'm hearing, okay? okay. So that you get, uh, you get a sense and then you can, you know, shift or whatever. So... In a way, beyond, I'm going to go through more detail, but in a way what strikes me, one of the big things that strikes me is there's an enormous amount of um, enthusiasm, of, uh, of resonance, of, uh, you know, there's a, really a lot of charge, a lot of, um, um, you know, for you toward these issues. Yeah. And, um, and in these issues, there is a sense of, um, you know, that it's about, in a way, kind of the meta... Uh, envelope, um, a container of what is life all about. And that sense that um, what life is all about, uh, there is something that is unfolding. Yeah. Um, and it's not, you know, it's, 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 it's in a way almost the exact opposite of the clockmaker of the, you know, rationalist philosophers or of perfection. But mm-hmm. that sense of there is something, there's a force, there's something that's unfolding, and that something that is unfolding uh, is not something that's outside of matter. Mm-hmm. It's not a spirit outside of matter. It's not a god outside of matter. But in mm-hmm. a way, for you, what's really important, what feels a sense of, uh, you know, the awe that I hear and the enthusiasm is about that sense that matter itself is divine, and mm-hmm. uh, it's not just matter in an inert way, because what the you're talking about is a process... You know, and you, you refer to the Big Bang and, you know, that kind of stuff. So there is a sense of that energy that binds it all together, that makes it work. Uh, all you know, that, that matter matter is it can be converted to energy. There's an interaction between matter, matter and, and energy. So, so yep. there's something about the matter, you know, the energy, the force, the dynamic, the process of the world that is constantly unfolding. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not about right and wrong and perfect or not perfect, but it is. Um, mm-hmm. And there is something that's profoundly energizing to you about feeling sure. that you're part of this unfolding and that yep. we all as human beings are uh, agents of this divine, if you want, unfolding, but again, divine not being the opposite yeah. of matter. You know, that yep. there is, a, yep. you know, that we're all part of this process. And there's a purposefulness in it. And there's a, there's a purposefulness in it. Uh, yeah. yeah. And the purposefulness has an interactive quality that there's never just a... Si- I mean, you might think that all that is is singular, but all that it is comprised of is interactive. There's something about self and other. And, and well, when I do, when I say that, uh, uh, some Kabbalistic no, I'm not a Kabbalist Kabbalistic notion is, and I think I spoke about that in a early thing is uh, one of the most important notions in Kabbalah is there is a thing itself and its container 
So that that is shape, counter shape, that there always has to be another. If there isn't another, then there's a sense of infinity. But when there's another, then uh, we, we, we then are now not infinite, but we're then part of a community, part of a connective whole. And then everybody, then we're connected to everything and everybody in that. Anyway, that, that's... So, but so what I'm hearing there is something that very important. <laughs> we're not talking about, in a way, merging into some kind of emptiness or a glob, but it's a no. very, there's a very strong awareness of a sense of relationality and of mm-hmm. one thing, uh, relating to another and one thing um, exists compared to its non-thing or to its container. So a sense of, you know, that things exist in relationship. That's right. That, yeah, exactly. And uh, that, that, that means we're all connected. Mm-hmm. That everything has to do with connection. Anyway, that, that's that piece. But when I, one more little step and then I, I like talking about matter because when I, uh, when I studied Latin, I began to look at, at the underlying organization of when I was a kid, and matter and mater and mother are connected, uh, so that matter is creative, not dead. You know that that what we call matter is that's what we're made out of, and our consciousness is a is a consequence of relations within matter material things within our being. And I just like that. And then it, when I say matter and matter, then it kind of elevates femininity again, that mother mm-hmm. and uh, matter are are connected. And that that means that there's love in, in, in matter, that there's a love of connection. Because when things are connected, there's pleasure. I call that when there's shape and the appropriate counter shape then the thing is complete, and then there's a, in human beings, you get a reward, uh, the reward system in the brain, when we make the right connections, we get that feeling of pleasure and reward. I call that shape, counter shape, and then pleasure pop, as a consequence, when we know that things fit the way they're supposed to fit, mm-hmm. an innate sense of right, that's the way it should be, right? Right. Yeah. So, and, so and that and that that's that's a felt sense, the rightness of things. And when you don't get it on a felt sense, that sense of relief or pleasure, then people go for addictions and they try to get pleasure not from an inter from a relational base, but they try to get it through alcohol or drugs or smoking or whatever. Yeah, they so try to release. Yeah. So, so what you're talking about is that sense with shape, counter shape, is something that feels right, that fits well, but um, you know, well from that period of ah, you recognize, you know, ah, that's right, you know, yeah, um, and, and and as you say you, that ah, let me just jump in. Yeah. When you say that ah, there's in the ah, oh. The sense of awe, of wonder, when things are just right. Right. I just have to put that. The yes. awe but so, awe but so it brings us from there, uh, in a way back, uh, in a way to what I noticed when I know I made the comment about, uh, you know, your your sense of, you know, you know what the 
the sense of how it fits in the universe and matter and uh, uh, that process is uh, that being part of it and living in a way as part of it uh, gives you that sense of ah and oh, you know, that um, so that it's not an intellectual construct, but uh, it's a sense that it's a feeling state. Yep. Yeah. It's a, yeah. And it's the rewards we get when we do it just right. Yeah. Our genes and our biology reward us when things are just right. And then we have a sense of hope and a sense of future and a readiness to move forward in life. Yeah, yeah. So, so in a way, just as we're talking here, in a way we're coming to something where, you know, there is a sense that's very well articulated, you know, and, and philosophically articulated in terms of a, you know, a principle and a concept of the world. But at the same time as it, that physical or rational articulation of, you know, what, you know, the, your sense of the universe is, there is also an embodied sense of, um, uh, you know, in a way the locus of, of, um, of the experience is that as a human being, when you are in sync with that, that sense of feels right. That's exactly what we do when we do PBSP therapy. We do it all as a relational kind of thing and that we then create the odds that should have been there in our history that let us know how to look with hope into the future. Right. And so in that sense, the the, the therapy activity um, is a sense of reconnecting to the larger sense of the divine matter in the world, in the larger process of the world. And our genes are the carriers of that expectation of divine matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in a way, yeah. it's, it's, it's encoded in us um, to be able to connect uh, to that sense of rightness. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and it's the, you know, and say therapy would be a corrective process uh, for, you know, when that, there, there's a hitch in there. Yeah, that's exactly what PBSP is all about, yeah. to, to create in a symbolic setting a time machine where you go back and get the, way, the kind of connection and shape, counter shape, the counter shape to all of our needs met by the appropriate figure at the appropriate age. And you get that click of closure, which then lets you grow and be part of fulfilling those in the future first we have to have our own history fulfilled then we uh, th- that's what I see is, is the two fundamental forces in life survival of the self and survival of the species but beyond that of course is survival of the planet and the cosmos uh, but we can't pay attention properly to survival of the other until we've had enough of our own historical needs satisfied our own genetic needs satisfied. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's PBSP Foundation. But then I'm, I'm not talking about the spirituality thing. But underneath, we're weaving that all through. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but so, so I can see how that, that's the, there's a very, the two are connected. There is a very strong underpinning uh, yep. over which the, the therapy is built. Sure, yeah. absolutely. This is part of the Active Pause podcast at activepause.com.